Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park podcast-exclusive episode. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. I want to take this time, like I do each and every week, to welcome you back to uh, this uh, series that we're doing on the Apostle Paul. Now, I pointed it out in Sunday's um, sermon that the reason there was no podcast exclusive episodes Friday and Saturday was because of like I warned you guys about um, with my new job it's just harder for me to do that to do um, to keep the schedule that we've been keeping and that's why there was no uh, podcast exclusive episodes uh, for Friday and Saturday so um, let's just jump right in there today okay Um, you probably saw from the title of the episode that what this episode is about now i know that you've heard me mention that paul was arrested several times well that might make you ask yourself or probably me if we were face to face am i right (laughs) how many times was the apostle paul arrested during his long ministry and you might also ask you know was he punished each time that he was arrested and not only that but you might even ask how long in total did he spend in jail now don't forget paul's ministry spanned over 35 years you know he had his conversion in 33 a.d and then all the way to his death uh in uh 68 a.d now you might find this part surprising because i know that i did but the bible only records three different times that he was arrested officially now it is true that he might have been taken into custody other times but luke who is the author of acts uh, as well as paul did not find any reason to mention those times. Now, if we look at the Bible, we see that the first arrest of Paul took place in 49 AD. And this was during his second missionary journey. Now, we see that we see that there was this encounter with a, uh, a slave woman, and she was being possessed by a demon. And uh, she was from Philippi. And... Because of her possession, she was generating a very sizable income for her owner. Let's read Acts chapter 16, verse 16. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. So, Paul, he, he goes up to this slave, right? And he casts the, uh, the unclean spirit out of her. Now, I want, I want you to keep in mind that he only does it because she, she had been bothering him for a very s- significant period of time. Um, we see this in Acts chapter 16, verses 17 and 18. that reads, The same followed Paul and us, And cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. 
And this she did many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. So what this did was, of course, it upset her owners, right? Because, as I said, he had been making money off of her. And now he wouldn't be able to do that. So he, he has Paul and Silas, both of them, arrested. And after they appear before the magistrate, they're actually beaten and put in prison. This continues on in Acts chapter 16, verses 19 to 23. And when her masters came, I'm sorry, and when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Silas and Paul and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrate rent off their clothing and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. So they spend less than a day in jail, right? And on suddenly, miraculously, right? God sends an earthquake to free them and all of the other prisoners as well. Keep reading with me. Acts chapter 16, verses 23 to 24. I know this is long, but bear with me. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were loosened. And the keeper of the prison walked out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we're all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on, and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in the in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized, he and his straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. And when it was day, the magistrates sent the servants, saying, Let those men go. And the, keepers of, uh, the keeper of the prison told this, saying to Paul, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace. But Paul said unto them, They have beaten us, openly condemned, being Roman, and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out privately? Nay, verily. But let them come themselves and fetch us out. And the servants told the, these words unto the magistrates. 
and they feared when they heard that they were Romans. And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. And they went out of the prison and entered into the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. Now, this is only the first time, right? The second time we see is during the, that, uh, that chaos in Jerusalem. The one that was prophesied to happen, remember? This, this one had a monumental impact on Paul's ministry. And it took place, and I'm being—I'm serious when I say this, immediately after his third journey. He, he wanted to show all of his fellow Jews that contrary to what they had heard, he was obedient to the laws of God. Take a look. Acts chapter 21, verses 20 and 21. And when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe, and they are all zealous of the law, and they are informed of thee, that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought to not be to be circumcised their children, neither to walk after the customs. So 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 Paul he he, he what he does is he pays the visit to the temple. Right And the Jews of Asia, you remember all of this, but we're going to repeat it anyway. <laughs> they all recognize him, right? And, and they accuse him of polluting the house of God. We see this, like I said, in Acts chapter 21, verse 28. Crying out, men of Israel, help. This is the man that teacheth all men everywhere against the people and the law in this place. And further brought Greeks also into the temple and hath polluted this holy Place. And these cries, they, of course, they cause a great crowd to form, and there's this riot, and we read that Paul is taken into custody by the Romans. We've read this many, many times, right? And they, they do this because they determine if, if he really has broken laws. Um, let's keep reading. Acts chapter 22, verses 24 to 30. The chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle, bade that he should be examined for, by scourging, that he might know wherefore they cried so against him. And as they bound him with, with thongs, Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned? When the centurion heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. Then the chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, art thou a Roman? He said, Yea. And the captain, the chief captain answered, With a great sum obtained I this freedom. And Paul said, But I was born, I was free born. Then straightway they departed from him, which should have examined him. And the chief captain also was afraid, after he knew that he was a Roman, and because he had bound him. On the morrow, because he would have known this certain certainty, wherefore he was accused of the Jews, he loosed him from his bonds and commanded the chief priests and all their council to appear and brought Paul down and set him before them. Now, it is this action right here um, that actually sets off a chain reaction that causes him to be detained by Rome for a very long time from the years of 58 A.D. to 63 A.D. This arrest is noteworthy 
right? Because it leads to several recorded firsts. Firstly, we see the first and only recorded time that Paul uses his Roman citizenship, and it saves him from a severe beating. And by that, I mean the scourging that could have taken his life, because you know they would beat and beat and beat these people. Secondly, we see the Roman military is dragged into a conflict between Paul and the Jews. And, and you know, uh, Acts chapter 21, verses 31 to 40. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band that all Jerusalem was in uproar, who immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers, they left beating of Paul. Then the chief captain came near, took him, commanded him to be bound with two chains, and demanded who he was and what he had done. And some cried one thing, some another. Among the multitudes, and, and when he could not know the certainty for the tumult, he commanded him to be carried to the castle. When he came upon the stairs, so it was that he was born of the soldiers for the violence of the people, for the multitude of the people followed after crying, Away with him! And as Paul was to be led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, May I speak unto thee? Who said, Canst thou speak Greek? Art not thou an Egyptian, which before these days made us an uproar, and led us out into the wilderness four thousand men that were murderers? But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Tarsus, a city in Cilicia. A citizen of no mean city. And I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto the people. And when he had given him license, Paul stood on the stairs, beckoned with the hand unto the people. And, there, and when there was made a great silence, he spake unto them in the Hebrew tongue, saying. Okay. And then, of course, we read um, Acts chapter 22, verses 24 to 29. The chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle, bade that he should be examined by scourging, that he might know wherefore they cried so against him. And as they bound him with thongs, Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, we already read all this, we're reading it again. Is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned? When the centurion heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. The chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, art thou a Roman? He said, Yea. The chief captain answered, With a great sum obtained I this freedom. Paul said, But I was free born. Then straightway they departed from him, which should have, been ex should have examined him. The chief captain also was afraid, after he knew that he was a Roman, because he had bound him. Now let's let's skip forward, okay? Let's go to Acts chapter 23, verse 10. And when there arose a great dissension, the chief captain, fearing lest Paul should have been pulled in pieces of them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him by force from among them and bring him into the castle. Okay? We also see <clears throat> Paul experience his initial interaction with the Roman judicial system regarding his teachings and if you want to read that i invite you to because it's too much to read here <laughs> in a podcast exclusive episode but you can read from acts chapter 23 
verses 33 all the way to Acts chapter 24 verse 22. It's a long it's a lot there to read, but it's worth reading if you want to know more about that. So, we also see Paul invoke his Roman citizenship status, and this leads to his first face-to-face -face meeting with Caesar. Acts chapter 25 verses 11 and 12. For if I be an offender or have committed anything worthy of death, I refuse not to die. But if there be none of these things whereof these accuse me, no man may deliver me unto them. I appeal unto Caesar. And then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, Hast thou appealed unto Caesar? Unto Caesar shalt thou go. And then a few verses later, okay, in Acts chapter 25, verse 21, we see, But when Paul had appealed to be reserved unto the hearing of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept till I might send him to Caesar. All right. And then lastly, we also see Paul, Paul experience his first personal confrontation with the Sanhedrin which is, you know, the highest religious authority. And, and you can read about this in several places. I will list a couple of them, and you can feel free to go read them because it's a lot of them. Acts chapter 22, verses thir verse 30, all the way to tw chapter 23, verse 9. And then, of course, Acts chapter 25, verse 1 to 2, and so on and so forth. Also, for the first time, Paul also is confronted by the high priest, as a heretic. Acts chapter 23 verses 2 to 5. Then the high priest and the chief of the Jews informed him against Paul and besought him and desired favor against him that he would send for him to Jerusalem laying wait in the way to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea and that he himself would depart shortly thither. Let them therefore said he which among you are able, go down with me and accuse this man, if there be any wickedness in him. You know, Paul, uh, his as far as his third arrest goes, he's arrested at some point during his final journey, his final missionary journey. And this one, like I said, is his third and last, right? We know that he was taken, and it, we know that it was against his will. Um, and this happened in either 67 or, you know, late, 67 or early 68 AD we know that he was taken to Rome now he is not held in a secure home like we saw during his first arrest this time he's put in a jail cell and it is here that he writes his last epistle um, which is a heartfelt letter to his best friend you know Timothy the, which is the epistle you know second Timothy and he writes this while awaiting his verdict it's believed um, that he's held there as a prisoner until around May to June of 68. And that's when he's martyred. Uh, if you look at 2 Timothy, you can read. So, so here's my conclusion. Um, the Bible tells us, right, that Paul's arrested at least three times. And then it's for a total of and, and please understand, this is a very rough estimate. Um, it could be longer, it could be shorter, but I say about five and a half years. 
um, and that's counting him, you know, waiting for waiting trial, and as well as him being held and then eventually martyred. Um, so um, I'm recording this with something new. Well, not new. Uh, I've had this for a long time. I bought this for for ghost hunting and never used it. Um, it's been just sitting in a case. It's a Zoom um, H4. Uh, I hope uh, I hope the sounds good. Um, I'll know, of course, when I listen to it before I put it up. Um, but if you like it, please let me know, and I'll continue to use it. it. It's just easier to record with. It'll probably even if I don't record constantly with it, it'll be something like if I'm away from home, and just want to record something for you guys that I can do. So, um, thank you all for listening. I pray the Lord continues to bless you and keep you, and I'll see you all here in the all in the next episode. So God bless you and I love each and every one of you. Oh, thank you.